My sugar pilot. Excuse me. I am tired. <laughs> you're looking glamorous. Do you know what you look like? You look like you're on the set of some daytime talk show about to get into it. This is what we were saying before with uh, Rupert, who's also in the show. He got someone to take a photo because he was like, listen, we're going to start our own show. This is a view times two, whatever you want to call it. But let's go. <laughs> Very glamorous. You look gorgeous, my lovely. Thank you. <laughs> Um, all right, let me do the... Hello, 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 and welcome to... Do you know what I was just about to do? I keep doing this. What? I've got a podcast, and I'm about to say your aunties could never, and it's so not that. <laughs> <laughs> Start again. I'm a queer champion, founder of the British Blacklist, and it is my pleasure to be with this lovely young lady who will introduce herself. Tell us who you are and what you do, my friend. <laughs> Hi, my name is Waruche Opia, and I play Carol in the show High Desert, and I'm an actor. What do you... Yeah, that's it. That's, that's what, what, I... what do you do? <laughs> my brain blanked. Oh, did you say actor? Did you I say do actress? say actor. I say actor. Is that a thing now? Because some of the when I I do we do definitely define on the bridge, but we say actor, actress. Mm. But do you? Is actor the thing? I've always said actor, and I think I specifically even made the conscious decision after I did a play at the Young Vic where I played a young man. So I was like, so technically, I'm an actor. And I just think there's, you could play either sex or whatever. So I don't see why there should be gendered terms for it, actually. That's, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. <laughs> what was I gonna say now? I lost my train of thought. Well, well <laughs> that you're an actor, because I was going, okay, I wasn't thinking about talking about acting today. But um, describe your life right now in a word or one sentence. Uh, constantly changing. Mm. Yes. Or constantly adapting. Adapting, is it? Constantly adapting. Adap Which is more in control, changing or adapting? Adapting. Why? Because I am ultimately me and there's the essence and then it's just to change it when need be and then when you're done, you change back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because change, okay. I think change means, for me, I think change is more permanent. Well, adapting is like you move with it as it comes and goes. That makes sense. So what, um, what are you adapting to? Life in general. Yeah. Um, what comes with it when my career is evolving. Um, I find myself on the move a lot more. I have things like a packed bag almost with interchangeable because I'm in the States a lot now these days so I have a bag of all my plugs for the US I knew you were going to say that I knew you were going to say soft plugs and then um, I think I went to the Apple store and I just got this box with like five different country adapters and I said you know what this is actually necessary and now I rarely go anywhere where I can't plug in my phone so that's a key it's important it's important <laughs> My daughter just went to Morocco and she said they have a totally whole different plug system over there. Really? But I, I didn't Where have you been caught short? I, mean, like, I thought they had this, but it was this. I would say like, where in Europe? Maybe the south of France or like Spain? Because I think they have like the round two pins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've got the round two pin plug. Other than here, it's like the slick kind of sharp two pin. 
And yeah, yeah so you got to watch out because it's sneaky. <laughs> and then you end up spending, going to a shop and paying like 10 euro for one adapter that you're probably going to throw away later. So I'm like, right, I don't like those little expenditures that I didn't plan for. So stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. <laughs> I hear you. Know Listen, the, thing is, the way that you're so American looking, right? You just look, I don't even know what that even means. Honey. You look at, at such an American place. Stay ready and get to get ready. I love it. The last time we spoke, it was yes. just, it was post lockdown, just post lockdown. Okay. And just before I May Destroy You blew up the world. Yes. What's that been like? Um, well, I would say I May Destroy You is the gift that keeps giving because regardless of where I go, and even especially, more, more especially because of the work, every conversation I have, even an audition or, you know, a conversation with a filmmaker or anybody, the first thing they always say to me is, I made sure you was incredible. And then I remember, I'm like, yo, that was like two years ago. But for a lot of people, it's still fresh on their minds, which is, I don't think I quite comprehend how much of an impact it made. I know it definitely changed my life in the sense that, you know, now especially people have seen that work so they know have an idea of what I'm capable of and I do get to have a lot of conversations and meetings because people are like we just wanted to meet you because we loved your work and it definitely has opened numerous doors for me it changed everything when I think for actors especially we kind of just need that one job that kind of like solidifies you at least and I may destroy you was that for me what do you think it is about Terry or was about Terry, is about mm. Terry, is was about Terry, yeah. that people were like, though it's your skill as an actor, I'd like to say actress, actor, <laughs> it is also the characters that you embody that people resonate with, because you could be, a, you could do a great job and people are like, mm, you didn't, that didn't fit, it didn't work. Yeah. But why did people latched onto Terry and... I guess it's the nuances of her and the nuance of her and the relationships and how she maneuvered. And I guess she's kind of infectious as well. I enjoyed playing yeah. her. She's like an ex. Uh, I guess there are very there are some similarities of me. I did get to play uh, myself to an extent and gave her that like m- my exuberance and my energy. And I think that's kind of what people liked you know I had a lot of people say to me oh my god I wish I had a friend like Terry and I'm like some parts of me are like are you sure because <laughs> she did a few questionable things but ultimately you know we're all human and that was also the reason that I had because at first when I read her I didn't like her because of yeah. you know the circumstances but then I also then had to realize that every decision you're gonna make even though you have good intentions may not you know, pan out how you and you want them to. So ultimately, you know, you could tell if someone has good intentions or a good heart, and I think she did, and a lot of people liked that and, you know, found some kind of, I don't know, some love in that and compassion yeah. in that. And that, that I think, is what stood out for her and for me in that situation. So tell us about High Desert. High Desert. Yes. Oh, that's how I I'm hungry. High also. Desert. Are you hungry? <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> Tell us about High Desert, not dessert. Um, What's it all about? High Desert, we'll see now. It's one of those things that you can't actually put into one 
sentence. Yeah. Someone said it was a bonkers something in the desert, and that's kind of what it is. There's a lot going on in it. It's um, based on the main character, Peggy, who's played by Patricia Arquette. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she is dealing with an on and off drug addiction, as well as the grief of her mum. And then her, her whole life changes when her mum passes away. Her siblings are no longer able to support her financially, and she has to find a job. And finding a job, she decides she wants to be a private investigator and goes down this rabbit hole uh, of trying to, you know, solve crime and this art, fraud, murder situation. And it's just, you're just like, wait, what's, what's going on? But it's beautiful, engaging, funny chaos whilst being addicted to drugs and grieving. We love that. <laughs> it's just mess. Laughing along the way. This mess. is it. Mess. <laughs> what, um, what's your role in High Desert? So I play Carol, who is Peggy's best friend. Mm. which is a treat for me. I mean, I know how to do the best friend role. And uh, she's she reminds me a bit of Terry in the sense that she has a good heart and she constantly wants to help Peggy. Her energy is completely different to Peggy because Peggy is like manic and all over the place. But Carol is more zen and quiet. Not quiet, but a stillness about her. She doesn't seem to be affected by anything around her and is constantly like, okay, let's take a breather. Let's sort it out. And she's that very calmness to her. She's calling her zen Carol because that's the only way that I can actually like, if I was to put a word to describe her, that's what it is. She also helps Peggy with her investigation stuff. She then becomes I'm so invested in Peggy's job because she has a secret she's hiding as well. But yeah, she's helping Peggy to solve this huge case, mystery, whatever. And while hiding her own secret, which I don't know if I can tell you, you might just have don't to tell watch me. it. No, no spoilers. I've only seen like one episode. Ah, yeah, I can't tell you nothing then. <laughs> so how did this... Like, you've spoken about the way that I Made a Story blew up your world and created this great trajectory for you. Yes. So what? how did you get picked or chosen or how did the job find you? For this, normal channels, my team came to me mm. and I went, we had a director's meet on Zoom and the writers were on there because it was written by three women, uh, Nancy Finchman, Katie Ford and Jennifer Hoppy. And they were all on the Zoom and we just, you know, spoke about the character. They first, first of all, actually, no, I think they let me do it first on Zoom, like the read. And then after we're like, by the way, we loved you and I ministry. You know, <laughs> thank you for thank you for letting me get the job done first, and then we can kick you after. So um, they seen me, and I may destroy you, and thought that I might be great at this. And here we are. The rest is history. And then when you saw that you're going to be cast opposite Patricia Arquette as her best friend on paper, I might have been like, uh? I know, because I, I, that was the first thing I said. I was like, uh, how does this work? Because they are in two different, ge- they're from two different generations. I mean, I've grown up watching Patricia and then being her best friend, I was like, how? And so kind of aged her down a bit, but then also about the backstory is that, well, I don't know, it's not come out, it's not out yet, but Peggy's sister, one of Peggy's sisters, I think, I don't know how it's quite worked out, but they knew each other from the past. And uh, I think Peggy had helped her sort something out before. Then they, you know, got back in contact and that's why they're both in each other's lives now. See, I can't tell you, I can't explain it properly without giving it away. 
It's fine. But yeah, so they have, a- they, have a, they have a past together and then now they're like, you know, as close as they are right now. That's all we need. Okay, Just cool. establish it because like <laughs> I, I said, it's like on paper. When you get a story that you want or a role that you want, mm. but then the what is a bit, this is a bit yeah. odd. What do you do in that moment? And obviously they explained to you like, this is how it is. This is the backstory. Yes. And then so when you met Patricia, was it a done deal that you're going to be Carol no matter what? Or was it like, okay, you need to read a Patricia uh, and it needs to make sense? No, actually, I didn't. It, I think they just decided that they wanted me to be Carol. And then after, oh. the, the, after the offer was made, I said, okay, well, I need to understand how they are friends now because <laughs> y'all need to make this make sense for me. And yeah. um, when they explained it, I was like, ah, okay, makes sense. Uh, and then I didn't meet Patricia till we filmed because we had like the table read on Zoom and all that oh. stuff. So we just met and but she's just so incredible. So when we did the scenes together, it just works. Without spoilers, <laughs> but is there, a, is there a moment that had you like, I'm really on set with Patricia Arquette. There's so many, and the and, so many yeah. moments. So many moments of that. I, I, there, I know there was a time we did a scene where it was in the back of Carol's back garden and they're having a conversation. And I remember when we were filming it, it wasn't my coverage. So the camera was behind me on uh, Patricia. And so I'm you know, doing the lines and then I froze because mm. I was just so, you know, invested in watching her. I was like, this every time, every scene was like a masterclass. And I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm in this too. And then I was like, oh yeah, and they're in my lines as well. But it was actually, there were so many moments where it was like, pinch me, this is actually happening. But it was also so beautiful because Patricia is very normal. You know, she comes in, she does her job and she so does it so well and she's so invested and it's like watching the craft in front of me. She didn't even realize, but it was masterclass every single scene because I'm watching how to do it, how it's been done, how she's been doing it to be the woman that she is in this industry. So I'm just here picking up all the gems I can find and I'm like soaking it all in, all of it. <laughs> I mean, and that's amazing. I've got four minutes. I don't even know how many minutes went like that. What do you mean? It's all the key okay, keys. So I've got to do quick getting to know you's quickly. Yes. What are you watching right now? Oh my goodness. Power book. What are you reading right now? Oh, oh, I've just started reading this book about women and how we can overcome depression and stuff and how food helps. Oh, I shan't, this book is, it's great. Somebody gave it to me and this, I really wish I remembered the name of it. <laughs> what are you listening to right now? Uh, Whiskey and Burner Boy as always. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last thing you saw on stage? Last thing I saw on stage, oh, for black boys. Oh. That's the last thing I saw. What's on your bucket list? Ooh, going to India. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that, I'm laughing at you laughing. Um, <laughs> celebrate someone, who do you really rate right now? Michaela, man, she's doing the damn thing. She's doing it. And she's- I want to say, who was your favourite Met Gala look? She looked amazing. She was just like, Mwah. no words, just everything just worked together, co-chairing the whole thing. Like, come on, man, props. Big, always, yeah. always big props. All day. And 
Celebrate yourself. What, what are you really proud of on this journey? Yes, celebrate yourself. My evolution and just me being fabulous and enjoying and trying to adapt as quickly as I can and giving myself the grace and the time to experience new things, experience new places, and to know that I deserve to be where I am right now and I'm supposed to be where I am right now and enjoying it. That's it. I love that. Um, <laughs> whose footsteps are you following in, if any? Nobody's. All right. I like that. I'm making uh, my own way in the world with God like as God that. is my guide. <laughs> I like that. And yes, I was going to say, you're still praying when... Well, that's what we spoke about last time. Oh, yeah, girl. Every, like, I'm coming in here today, I'm like, Lord, give me the right words. So let's go. Mm. Showtime. Holy Spirit, let's go. Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> It's good, it's good. I was about to do I start doing praise worship. Yes! <laughs> yes, I agree. All right, one minute. So, when is yes. High Desert available for us all to watch? May 17th, I believe, on Apple TV+. Plus. Yay! Yes, I hope I got it right. <laughs> I think they would have messaged and said, no, she's lying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not think 20 minutes would go that quickly. Love it to go. I love it. Amazing to see you. You look gorgeous. Thank you. And I'm just happy, happy, happy for you. Thank you so um, much. I can't wait to watch the rest of the series. Well Yay. done, girl. See you in the streets. <laughs> yeah, see you in the streets. Well, you're in America now. I need to come to America and start bumping into you. Well, I'm back and forth, girl. See you wherever I see you, at whichever continent. I'll see you around. <laughs>